You're listening to The Ancient Tradition. A Wonk Media Production. Music provided by Joseph McDade. Here's your host, Dr. Jack Logan. Welcome to The Ancient Tradition Audio Writ. I'm your host, Jack Logan. Today's audio recording is the book of Joseph and Azeneth. The text is considered a pseudepigraphal work, and the provenance of the book is unknown. Some scholars believe the text was written by Hellenized Jews sometime during the 2nd or 1st century BC, while others contend it was written by Christians sometime during the 1st or 2nd century AD. The book appears to have been immensely popular in the ancient world. To date, scholars have uncovered 91 copies of the manuscript in seven languages, 16 of which were in Greek, suggesting it may have originally been written in Greek. The text is an expansion of the story of Joseph of Egypt in the book of Genesis in the Bible. In this section of the narrative, Azeneth and Joseph celebrate their wedding, adorned with golden crowns. Azeneth is called Daughter of the Most High. The joyous occasion is marred by the jealousy of Pharaoh's firstborn son, who, initially betrothed to Azeneth, concocts a treacherous plan to eliminate Joseph. Seeking support from Joseph's brothers, Levi and Simeon refuse involvement, but others, including Dan, Gad, Naphtali, and Asher, as well as Jacob's concubines, Bilhah and Zilpha, succumb to the deceitful plot. Pharaoh's son orchestrates an ambush, but the sons of Leah, skilled warriors and Joseph's cousins, intervene, thwarting the sinister plan. Ultimately, Joseph and Azimuth ascend to the throne as the esteemed king and queen of Egypt. This recording of the book of Joseph and Azeneth comes from the H.F.D. Sparks English translation, published by Oxford University Press. Chapter 19 And a little slave came and said to Azeneth, Lo, Joseph is at the gates of our court. And Azeneth went down with the seven virgins to meet him. And when Joseph saw her, he said to her, Come to me, pure virgin, for I have had good news about you from heaven, explaining everything about you. And Joseph stretched his hands out and embraced Azeneth, and Azeneth embraced Joseph. And they greeted each other for a long time and received new life in their spirit. Chapter 20 And Azeneth said to him, Come, my lord, come into my house. And she took his right hand and brought him inside her house. And Joseph sat down on her father Pentafri's seat, and she brought water to wash his feet. And Joseph said to her, Let one of your virgins come and let her wash my feet. And Azanah said to him, No, my lord, for my hands are your hands, and your feet my feet and no one else shall wash your feet. And so she had her way and washed his feet. And Joseph took her by the right hand and kissed her, and Azeneth kissed his head. 
And Azeneth's parents came back from their country estate, and they saw Azeneth sitting with Joseph and wearing a wedding robe, and they rejoiced and glorified God, and they ate and drank. And Pentapheres said to Joseph, Tomorrow I will invite the lords and satraps of Egypt, and I will celebrate your wedding, and you shall take Azeneth as your wife. And Joseph said, First I must tell Pharaoh about Azeneth because he is my father, and he will give me Azeneth as my wife himself. And Joseph stayed that night with Pentapheres, and he did not sleep with Azeneth, for he said, It is not right for a man who worships God to have intercourse with his wife before their marriage. Chapter 21 And Joseph got up early in the morning, And he sent away to Pharaoh and told him about Azeneth. And Pharaoh sent and called Pentapheres and Azeneth. And Pharaoh was astonished at her beauty and said, The Lord will bless you, even the God of Joseph, who has chosen you to be his bride. For he is the firstborn son of God, and you will be called daughter of the Most High. And Joseph shall be your bridegroom forever. And Pharaoh took golden crowns and put them on their heads and said, God, most high, will bless you and prosper your family forever. And Pharaoh turned them towards each other, and they kissed each other. And Pharaoh celebrated their wedding with a banquet and much merrymaking for seven days. And he invited all of the chief men in the land of Egypt. And he issued a proclamation saying, Any man who does any work during the seven days of Joseph and Azeneth's wedding shall die. And when the wedding was over and the banquet ended, Joseph had intercourse with Azeneth. And Azeneth conceived by Joseph and bore Manasseh and his brother Ephraim in Joseph's house. Chapter 22 And after this, the seven years of plenty came to an end, and the seven years of famine began. And when Jacob heard about his son Joseph, he came into Egypt with his family in the second month of the 21st day of the month, and he settled in the land of Goshen. And Azeneth said to Joseph, I will go and see your father, because your father Israel is my father. And Joseph said to her, Let us go together. And Joseph and Azeneth came into the land of Goshen, and Joseph's brothers met them and made obeisance to them upon the ground. And they came to Jacob, and he blessed them and kissed them. And Azeneth hung upon his father Jacob's neck and kissed him. And after this they ate and drank. And Joseph and Azeneth went to their house, and Simeon and Levi escorted them to protect them. Levi was on Azeneth's right hand and Simeon on the left. And Azeneth took Levi's hand because she loved him as a man who was a prophet and a worshiper of God and a man who feared the Lord. And he used to see letters written in the heavens, and he would read them and interpret them to Azeneth privately. And Levi saw the place of her rest in the highest heaven. Chapter 23 And as Joseph and Azeneth were passing by, Pharaoh's eldest son saw them from the wall. And when he saw Azeneth, he was driven to distraction by her, because she was so beautiful. 
And Pharaoh's son sent messengers and summoned Simeon and Levi to him. And they came to him and stood before him. And Pharaoh's son said to them, I have heard that you are better soldiers than any others there are on earth, and that with your own right hands you destroyed the city of Shechem, and with your own two swords you cut into pieces 30,000 fighting men. I need your help. Let us get together without delay, and I will give you gold and silver in abundance, and men servants and maid servants and houses and great estates. Make a compact with me and shew kindness to me, for I was greatly wronged by your brother Joseph, because he married Asneth, although she was originally pledged to me. And now come with me, and I will take up arms against Joseph and kill him with my sword, and I will marry Asneth, and you shall be my brothers and my friends forever. But if you will not listen to me, I will kill you with my sword. And as he said this, he bared his sword and showed it to them. Now, Simeon was a brave but impetuous man, and he drew his sword from his scabbard and made a rush at Pharaoh's son as if to strike him. And Levi was aware of what Simeon was about to do, for Levi was a prophet and foresaw everything that was to happen. And Levi trod hard on Simeon's right foot as a sign to him to curb his wrath. And Levi said to him, Why so angry with him? For we are the children of a man who worships God, and it is not right for a man who worships God to repay his neighbor evil for evil. And Levi said to his neighbor, Pharaoh's son, respectfully and in good humor, My Lord, why do you speak to us like this? For we are men who worship God, and our Father is the servant of God Most High, and our brother Joseph is loved by God. How could we do anything so wicked in God's eyes? And now listen to us and be careful. You never repeat what you have just said about our brother Joseph. If, however, you persist in this wicked plan, See, our swords are drawn against you. And they drew their swords from their scabbards and said, Do you see these swords? It was with them that the Lord God avenged the outrage on the sons of Israel with the men of Shechem committed in the affair of our sister Dinah, whom Shechem, Hamor's son, defiled. And Pharaoh's sons saw their drawn swords, and he was afraid and trembled and fell on his face to the ground at their feet. And Levi stretched his hand out and lifted him up, saying, Do not be afraid, only be careful you say nothing against our brother. And they went out from him, leaving him trembling and afraid. Chapter 24 And Pharaoh's son was in much affliction and torment because of Azeneth, and he was greatly distressed, and his servants whispered in his ear, Lo, the sons of Bilhah and Zilphah, the maidservants of Leah and Rachel, Jacob's wives, hate Joseph and Azanath and are jealous of them, and they will do what you want. And Pharaoh's son sent messengers and summoned them, and they came to him by night. And Pharaoh's son said to them, I have heard that you are good soldiers. And Gad and Dan, the elder brothers, said to Pharaoh's son, 
Let our Lord tell his servants what it is he wants, and he will do it. And Pharaoh's son was overjoyed, and he said to his servants, Go and leave us alone, for I have something to say to these men privately. And all the servants went out, and Pharaoh's son told them lies, saying, I offer you a choice between prosperity and death. So choose prosperity and not death. I know that you are good soldiers and that you will not die as women die, but act like men and take vengeance on your enemies. I heard, he continued, your brother Joseph say to my father Pharaoh, Dan and Gad are the children of maidservants and are not my brothers. And I am only waiting for my father to die to take action against them and all their progeny so that they will not share the inheritance with us for they are the children of maidservants. And it was they who sold me to the Ishmaelites. When my father is dead, I will repay them for the wrong they did me. And my father Pharaoh commended Joseph and said to him, What you have said is quite right, my son. And now take some of my soldiers and proceed against them as they did against you, and I will help you. And when the men heard what Pharaoh's son told them, they were much troubled and distressed. And they said to him, We appeal to you, our Lord, to help us. And whatever you tell your servants to do, we will do it. And Pharaoh's sons said to them, Tonight I will kill my father, for my father Pharaoh is like a father to Joseph. And do you also kill Joseph? And I will marry Azanath. And Dan and Gad said to him, We will do everything you have told us to. We overheard Joseph say to Azanath, Go tomorrow to our country estate, for it's vintage time. And he has arranged for 600 armed soldiers to go with her and 50 outrunners. And when Pharaoh's son heard this, he gave the four men, 500 men each, and appointed them their officers and commanders. And Dan and Gad said to him, We will go by night and lie in wait at the brook and hide in the woods on the banks. And as for you, Take fifty men with you, archers on horseback, and go ahead some distance in front. And Azanath will come and fall into our hands, and we will cut down the men who are with her. And Azanath will flee in her chariot and fall into your hands, and you will be able to deal with her as you wish. And afterwards, we will kill Joseph while he is fretting about Azanath and we will kill his children before his eyes. And Pharaoh's son was delighted when he heard this, and he sent 2,000 soldiers after them. And they came to the brook and hid in the woods on the banks, and 500 men took up their position in front, and in between them was a highway. Chapter 25 And Pharaoh's son went to his father's room to kill him, but his father's guards would not allow him to go in to him. And Pharaoh's son said to them, I want to see my father because I'm going off to gather the grapes from my newly planted vine. And the guards said to him, Your father is in pain, and he has been awake all night, but he is resting now. And he said to us, Do not let anyone in, not even my eldest son. And he went away in anger, and he took fifty mountain archers, and he went in front of them as Dan and Gad had told him. And Naphtali and Asher said to Dan and Gad, Why must you plot again against our father Israel and against our brother Joseph? 
for God looks after him as if he were the apple of his eye. Did you not once sell Joseph as a slave? And today he is king of the whole earth and its savior and gives us corn. And now if you make plots against him again, he will call upon the God of Israel and he will send fire from heaven and it will burn you up and the angels of God will fight against you. And their elder brothers, Dan and Gad, were angry with him saying, are we then to die like women? God forbid. And they went out to encounter Joseph and Azanath. Chapter 26. And Azanath got up early in the morning and said to Joseph, I'm going to our estate in the country, but I'm frightened because you are not coming with me. And Joseph said to her, Take heart and do not be afraid, but go, for the Lord is with you and he will keep you from all evil as the apple of an eye. And I will go and distribute my corn, and give corn to all the men in the city, so that no one dies of famine in the land of Egypt. And Azanath departed on her journey, and Joseph to the distribution of the corn. And Azanath came to where the brook was with her six hundred men. And suddenly the men that were with Pharaoh's son leaped out from their ambush and joined battle with Azanath's soldiers, and they cut them down with their swords and killed all Azanath's outrunners. And Azanath fled in her chariot, and Levi, the son of Leah, was informed about all of this, for he was a prophet, and he told his brothers about Azanath's danger. And they took each one of them his sword on his thigh, and their shields on their arms, and their spears in their right hands, and they went after Azanath with what speed they could. And Azanath fled, and lo, Pharaoh's son met her, and fifty men with him. And Azanath saw him, and she was afraid and trembled. Chapter 27 And Benjamin was sitting with her in the chariot. And Benjamin was a sturdy lad, about eighteen years old, indescribably handsome, and as strong as a young lion, and he feared God. And Benjamin jumped down from the chariot, and he took a round stone from the brook and hurled it with all of his might at Pharaoh's son, and hit him on his left temple and wounded him severely, and he fell from his horse half dead. And Benjamin clambered up on a rock and said to the driver of Azanath's chariot, Give me fifty stones from the brook. And he gave him fifty stones. And Benjamin hurled the stones and killed the fifty men that were with Pharaoh's sons. And the stones sank into the temples of each one of them. Then the sons of Leah, Reuben, and Simeon, Levi, and Judah, Ishkar, and Zebulon, went after the men who had lain in ambush. And they fell upon them suddenly and cut down the two thousand men, and the six of them killed them. And their brothers, the sons of Bilhah and Zilpha, fled. And they said, We have been ruined through our brothers. And the Pharaoh's son is dead, killed by Benjamin, and all those with him have perished at his hand. Come now, let us kill Azanath and Benjamin, and let us make for the woods. And they came with their swords drawn, covered in blood. And Azanath saw them, and she said, O Lord my God, that didst quicken me from death, that didst say to me, 
Thy soul shall live forever. Deliver me from these men. And the Lord God heard her voice, and immediately their swords fell from their hands to the ground and were reduced to dust. Chapter 28 The sons of Bilhah and Zilphah saw the miracle that had happened, and they were afraid, and said, The Lord is fighting for Azaneth against us. And they fell on their faces to the ground and made obeisance to Azaneth, saying, Have mercy on us, your servants, for you are our mistress and queen, and we have done you a great wrong and our brother Joseph. And now God has brought retribution on us. We pray you, therefore, have mercy on us and deliver us from our brother's hands, for they will avenge the outrage done to you, and their swords will be against us. And Azanus said to them, Take heart and do not be afraid, for your brothers are men who worship God, and do not repay evil for evil to any man. But retire to the woods until I can secure your pardon and mollify their wrath. For what you have been trying to do to them is indeed no trifling matter. Take heart, though, and do not be afraid, for the Lord will see justice done between us. And Dan and Gad fled to the woods. And behold, the sons of Leah came, running like deers in pursuit of them. And Azanath got down from her chariot, and she greeted them with tears. And they made obeisance to her on the ground and wept aloud. And they asked about their brothers, the maidservants' sons, intending to kill them. And Azanath said to them, Spare your brothers and do them no harm. For the Lord has shielded me and reduced the swords in their hands to dust, and they melted away like wax before the fire. Surely this is enough for us that the Lord is fighting for us. So spare your brothers. And Simeon said to Azanath, Why should our mistress plead for her enemies? No, we will cut them down with our swords because they have plotted evil against our father Israel and against our brother Joseph. Now on two occasions, and they have plotted against you today. And Azanath said to him, No, brother, you must not repay evil for evil to your neighbor, for the Lord will avenge this outrage. And after this, Simeon bowed to Azanath, and Levi came to her, and he kissed her right hand and blessed her. Thus, Azanath saved the men from their brother's wrath, so that they did not kill them. Chapter 29 And Pharaoh's son lifted himself up from the ground and sat up, and he spat blood from his mouth because his blood was running from his temple into his mouth. And Benjamin advanced upon him and took hold of his sword and drew it from his scabbard, for Benjamin had no sword of his own with him. And as he was about to strike Pharaoh's son, Levi rushed up and seized him by the hand and said, No, brother, you must not do this, for we are men who worship God. And it is not right for a man who worships God to repay evil for evil, or to trample upon a man who has already fallen, or to harry his enemy to death. But come, let us bind up his wound, and if he lives, he will be our friend, and his father Pharaoh will be our father. 
And Levi raised Pharaoh's son up and washed the blood off his face and bound a bandage round his wound. And he set him on his horse and took him to his father. And Levi told him everything that had happened. And Pharaoh got up from his throne and made obeisance to Levi upon the ground. And on the third day, Pharaoh's son died from the wound of Benjamin's stone. And Pharaoh mourned for his eldest son, and he was worn out with grief. And Pharaoh died at the age of 109, and he left his crown to Joseph. And Joseph was king of Egypt for 48 years. And after this, Joseph gave the crown to Pharaoh's grandson, and Joseph was like a father to him in Egypt. That concludes the book of Joseph and Azeneth, chapters 19 to 29. The book of Joseph and Azeneth is one of the world's oldest religious texts, and it plays a very important role on our sister podcast, The Ancient Tradition, where we dive into comparative religion and share with you the amazing, mind-boggling parallels between religious traditions. I highly recommend that you check it out. Just search for The Ancient Tradition Podcast. That wraps up this edition of Audio Writ. Remember, in the words of William Shakespeare, knowledge is the wing wherewith you fly to heaven. I'm Jack Logan. You've been listening to The Ancient Tradition, a Wonk Media production.